Richard Arnold, stateside, how are you? Uh, good, good morning, mate. Well, electioneer, so he's going to need to, uh, Biden, he's going to need to do something about this border crisis, isn't he? Oh, it's always moving, isn't it? Uh, the Biden team is looking now at uh, maybe tougher border controls in this election season, uh, trying by executive order to limit people crossing the border to seek asylum illegally. Of course, the definitions of those terms, the details are the key here and uh, the crunch point and where the courts will approve uh, any of that. But the growing number of border crossings has become... Uh, as we've noted, a political lightning rod. Uh, of course, uh, we had Republicans demanding tougher border controls than when Biden said, OK, then, and a bipartisan bill was hammered out. Republicans then withdrew on demand of Trump. They killed the bill. So it's all about uh, a political game so far. Now the Biden team says it is considering uh, this action, something that carries uh, some echoes of what uh, Trump tried to do during his presidency. This Biden announcement basically is a trial balloon to see uh, what uh, might be reached here and how this would affect the Democratic Party base for Biden. Uh, Democrat Jim Clyburn, a Biden supporter, says they should be able to do some more. I would hope that President Biden will go forward uh, with his executive order. Well, Democrat Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, on the further left in the Democratic Party, is jabbing Biden free from considering such a move. Doing Trump impressions isn't how to beat Trump, she says. Uh, so try to square this. The White House says it would all be better if the Congress actually came together and did something to reform border laws for what would be the first time in decades. So can't please them all. The question is, can you find that razor's edge sweet spot? Now, we're back on the moon. When's this happening? Uh, happening soon, fingers crossed. Uh, we're talking about uh, just a few hours, the first US moon landing in more than 50 years, 10.24 New Zealand time. This is a privately built spacecraft called Odysseus, although NASA is in partnership with the Texas company behind it. It is all part of the effort to try to commercialise the moon. A number of countries are working on that independently. So <laughs> instead of the world working together as we did with Antarctica, say, back in the day, India has a space programme, so also Russia... China, Japan, South Korea. Yeah, let's export our differences to the moon, right? Uh, the Odysseus currently is orbiting the moon around 92 kilometres up. Landing is another matter they could do with a Neil Armstrong up there right now, along with Buzz Aldrin and Michael Collins there. Apollo 11 landing was a bit hair-raising, uh, you recall. Now, this one might be as well. You can't use a parachute, there's no air, so you have to throttle the engines down, slowing the craft from about 6,400 kilometres per hour to one metre per second for the final touchdown on the uh, southern side of the moon. Uh, perhaps they'll make it. Maybe not, says Smithsonian astronomer Jonathan Medallis, who says they are learning all the time with these. A few more tries, I'm confident that they can succeed. <laughs> well, yeah, they have other flights scheduled if this one turns out to be a dud. The Odysseus lander was launched on a SpaceX rocket just last week. Go SpaceX, go IM-1 and the Odysseus lunar lander. It is carrying a number of science experiments, including some aimed at establishing a remote information storage site on the moon away from potential hackers, so... A lunar hard drive? Mm. Uh, other experiments, say they say, will be crucial for upcoming missions in NASA's Artemis program, which includes a manned lunar landing currently scheduled for 2026. You have a good one, mate. We'll see you next week. Richard Arnold, Stateside. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.